You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Smith goes down the field and is intercepted. No, no not again. Gino to Gino. As Stone comes away with it. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Uh, Jim Nance with the call this past Sunday. I'm surprised that we didn't get more like Scott Hansen on Sunday, like five hours after the fact. Did, did Have we mentioned yet that Gino intercepted Gino earlier today? And a couple of years ago, remember when Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen. Right, yeah, <laughs> He definitely did it a little. I honestly thought I, – I remember when the play happened live on Red Zone. It's almost like he was so giddy about what was happening that he, like, couldn't even get the words out. He was so excited about another, like, Josh Allen, Josh Allen situation. But to be fair, the Josh Allen, Josh Allen, like, goes down in history. I mean, every sponsored element the rest of the show, every 20 minutes, like, have we told you that this happened? Yes. They have the same name. That's incredibly interesting. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's Gino to Gino. How about that? Anyway, <laughs> that's it. That's all there is. Yeah. Yep. Gino and Gino. Uh, Gino Smith keeps mm. turning the football over. And Pete Carroll saying that he's hashtag worried. He didn't say hashtag oh worried. I, I added the hashtag. He's a little worried Imagine about Gino good. Smith's turnovers. Yeah. Pete Carroll. Like, that would actually be something where, like, four hours later, I'd be like, by the way, remember when Pete Carroll said out loud hashtag? And also, also, do you remember when it, when Antonio Brown was topless? Mm. And also, uh, one time the Bills and Jaguars played, and uh, Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen, and, and it was really rest awesome. And <laughs> the rest was history. Uh, so, Geno Smith obviously going to continue starting for Seattle, but I guess he keeps turning the football over. Maybe they'll go to Drew Locke at some point, but for now, it's obviously Geno Smith. Jake, bring the music up, and let's talk about Seattle's next game. Coming off a 37-3 humiliation at the hands of the Ravens in Baltimore, the one-time first-place team in the NFC West, no longer after their loss last week. The Seattle Seahawks welcome in. Slinging Sammy Howell and the Washington Commanders go on the road in New England and beat the Patriots. How about Jonathan Allen after the game? Doesn't get like the one the defensive lineman that doesn't get traded basically with an impassioned speech about how he thinks Sam Howell's hashtag the guy and that this is the guy that the franchise is going to build around and they've got their franchise quarterback and he's not taking as many sacks now and maybe like Washington's like onto something a little bit here in the second half of the season. Also, the Seahawks are nearly a touchdown favorite in this game. Seattle's a six and a half point home favorite. The total is 45 and a half. Uh, I will give you the floor here, Ken. I am flummoxed by this game and basically by every Seattle game like this entire season. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm flummoxed by the game. I don't think the number is like great. Like the number is not something that I would consider like crazy or I, I want to bet a lot of money into as fast as possible. And I can't wait. Like I can't wait to bet Atlanta. I can wait to bet this game. Um, it's also worth noting, 
to your point about how the commanders well first of all beat new england which was a really important win for the commanders it's a really important win for me for that win total too and so they're four and five seattle's five and three okay like maybe seattle just wins comfortably and the nfc if they do that by the way the nfc playoff standings essentially become like like concretely set already in terms of like who's going to make it like no one else can really get in except like atlanta and like is it like atlanta or new orleans and like the other one maybe gets in you you limit the number of teams if the commanders take another loss like they're alive for this like they can get the seven if they win this game things get crazy like really fast in terms of like the commanders could actually make the playoffs which is unbelievable they're probably not going to make it the schedule is difficult this is like a this is actually this isn't like minnesota atlanta high leverage but it's just slightly under that in terms of like each team still wanting to make the playoffs even though the commanders traded all these guys um my thought in the game is i'm curious where the market moves on this because we are really like basically like six for the most part in most places mgm six and a half there's a couple other six and a halfs we open six so the movement a little bit has been towards seattle so far if we ever sniffed seven in this game even like a little bit like minus 15 minus 20 whatever uh, button push Washington feel great about it not even close my number in the game is six I don't think there should be like a ton of adjustment based on anything that we've seen recently with either team bad or good uh, and a full touchdown I think is absolutely a bet worth making we're not quite there but we're close and I would never bet Seattle at these numbers I I I I think I would take six and a half with Washington if this is what it's going to be I'd rather have seven also but like it's never I don't think it's ever Seattle though with the right, way Geno's margin. turning the football over, yeah, by Seattle yeah. by margin. I mean, I, I mean, I guess like it's possible. Obviously, I, this sets up for me. And like, admittedly, I think I've got a bad read on Seahawks games. Like, basically, starting Week One against the Rams. I mean, I I bet against them in the Cincinnati game. And like, to be fair, like they should have won that game. And I feel like I was wrong on that game. And I ended up winning my bet. Luckily, thankfully, with Cincinnati there, I think I've had a bad re- read on Seahawks games all year. I just think like Seahawks by margin. I don't really like it. Gino keeps turning the football over. Now now it's becoming a talking point. I don't think that's going to change. I feel like that's going to be like, that's what he's been most of his career. And on the other side, I I don't know like what Howell's like ceiling is as an NFL quarterback. Ken, I don't think he's ever going to be like, maybe he will be. I don't think he's ever like Allen or like Hurts, like certainly not Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar. But can he be in like that next year possibly? Like he's still like a rookie fifth rounder. It's his first year starting like, He's been pretty good, all things considered. The team loves him. I I think this is like but a commander's he, or nothing spot Cousins? for me. Like, can he be, like, is that his, like, ceiling? Just to be a player like that? Well, I think he's, yeah, I understand, like, the analogy there. Like, how they're not the same player. I know that's not what you're saying. Like, how old no. got some wheels, can move Success. a little bit. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I think it's, like, I mean, at the very least, couple, he's going to be a quarterback in the yeah. yeah, he's gonna be a quarterback in the league for over a decade with the way he's played. Like he's he's he he'll have a, he'll be he'll have a job until he like hangs him up until he retires. Um, right. I think this is like this is commanders or nothing for me, and I guess I'm willing to be wrong here. And I think if we get to Sunday and the spread's gonna be six and a half and it's not seven, I'll hashtag spray the board and I think I'll I'll take the points with Sam Howell and the Commanders, and I'm willing to be wrong about it. Yeah, I mean, I just it's tough, right? Because to be fair. Okay, like you could argue this is a really good time to buy Seattle because they're coming off. This is kind of what we do yesterday. You're coming off of a game where they get absolutely smothered, 37 3, a non competitive game. Opinion of Seattle, you would imagine, would be worse than it was going into the game. And the commanders win. So you're like, well, maybe you're cooking here. You get a short number. You bet Seattle basically zigzagging off both teams' results the week before. But that's not what's happening in the market. 
if the market opens six, Seattle gets interest. So it's like the, this whole that whole that whole line of thinking of like bounce back Seattle. The market's playing a bounce back for Seattle. Like that's you're not being contrary in betting that. Like everyone's expecting that to happen. And it's not that they have people have to be wrong, but like you're I don't think you're getting a price to play Seattle at all. And I just I, we did this a little bit with them. I don't remember what game it was. Just like you just look at the schedule and it's we did this with Dallas a little bit earlier in the year where it's like maybe and uh who did I do this with yesterday Jacksonville where like they can be good it's not that they're not good just that like in a lot of games like how would you know like how would you even know I mean it's just Rams Panthers Giants Cardinals the Browns with the quarterback situation like I just that's like that's more than half the schedule there's just not a lot like the win at detroit tells you something i think about team quality i think that's really good they really had a chance to win at cincinnati before cincinnati went into their bye and got a little healthier like that can be meaningful but it's like i i think we've have them properly rated as just like pretty good and pretty good by margin this is like new orleans a little bit is just tough so like the the elite teams touchdown or more can cover those numbers a lot and like seattle I'm trying to think of besides Seattle and New Orleans, like who I would definitively put in that category. Cleveland, when Deshaun's healthy, um, is going to get rated like that. The Chargers, um, just like teams in certain situations where you're just like, they can do it. I just think it's like a bad Minnesota when they're good. That last year, Minnesota would be a good example. Just like don't generally want to lay big numbers with those kind of teams and those quarterbacks. I think this is another one of them. Um, so yeah, Washington or nothing. For me, I think I do want the seven be different enough for my rating, re- represent like a pretty big move in the market to make the bet. Uh, the, the only the only way I'd lay those teams at big numbers is if they play against Clayton Tune. In which case, sign, sign me up, please. Right, in which case, you not better, in football at that point. Here's the puck line. You, right. yeah. you better, yeah, give me, uh, give me the, the, the Browns minus 100 and a half. Uh, you better, you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Tuesday. Serious question. Rest of season, pick one quarterback. Geno Smith or Sam Howell? Rest of the season, pick a quarterback? Is that how yeah. that question started? Yep. Sorry. Yep. Um, like how Seattle's am I answering this? Because like, it's the whole offense, right? Like the offensive which, line which, for Washington's still terrible. Which quarterback do you like more, just in general? Uh, I think I still like Geno more, but it's like, I guess it's getting closer. I guess I, I still like Gino. He made the Pro Bowl last year. He's really good. Like yeah. I, I know he's turning over a little bit now, but they're they're good. I like and I like Howell. I mean, I got the I got the Commanders win total over. I mean, like, nobody's got that bet. I feel like people were betting the under a lot at the start of the year, and maybe they're going to be right because this schedule is a little tough. But uh, yeah, it's, it's I guess it's getting closer. I still think it's Gino, and I, I like Seattle. Like I think, you know, I just feel like we know exactly what this is going to be. Maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe they can like kind of morph into something different. They just feel like a first-round playoff loser to me. I mean, they just feel so impossibly average watching them so far. And you look at the the pieces and you go, man, but like the weapons on offense and if Gino refi- like finds it again and, you know, the secondary with the young players, like there's a lot of exciting stuff going on here. And you watch all the games and you just go like, all right, who are they losing to in the first rounds? Or like if they upset that team, who are they getting trucked by in the second round? Like which, which one is it that just... Like teams like that, they're like the least fun teams. Like that, we we kind of know. I think we know what this is going to be, um, and they can change my mind. But I, that's kind of feel like where I'm at with them right now. And like I said, like admittedly for me, 
like it's like a lean towards Washington and maybe I'll bet just because I like to bet coming up on Sunday. I don't feel like I have a good read on the Seahawks in a spot like this. So I guess it, I, I'd prefer to bet the Commanders, but like I wouldn't be surprised sure. if Seattle covered the spread. Like I have I have stronger thoughts on all three of the games remaining for us to hit Week Ten in the NFL than I do this one. That's this fair. is the one I have the like the, the least good feeling about. Um, anything else on this game, like the total or anything, or we want to move on to the Lions and Chargers. I want to do like an M. I wonder if I can do this really fast, like an impromptu thing from last year. I feel like a thing from last season, and I'm curious if it happens again. It may not be yet, but it's definitely something I, I had earmarked for the second half of the season. The Seahawks last year. So Geno Smith won Comeback Player of the Year last year. They made the playoffs. Uh, they went what nine and eight, something like that. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, they went nine and eight. So they uh, <clears throat> his splits first half, second half of the season. I think were way worse. They definitely lost way more in the second half of this. Like they, they lost more games in the second half of the season. And I kind of remember not like the bloom coming off the rose a little bit, but just like not as many outstanding performances. I wonder, I got, there's, there could be nothing to that except randomness. I just remember thinking like, you know, certain players have profiles and play certain players, certain ways in certain situations. Kyler Murray, when call of duty games come out, you know, things of that nature, burrow, which by the way, comes out on Thursdays. Right. That comes out uh, on Thursday, the new Call of Duty. That. Comes out on Thursday. Oh, by the way, he's going to start. If, if all goes well, he's going to start on Sunday, says Gannon. Um, maybe I wonder if Gino's like a, a first half, second half split guy. Like, I wonder if that's going to end up kind of being his thing. And I wonder I wonder why that would be. Just sometimes players really have these, like, recognizable patterns. I had that one written down as, like, just kind of an interesting note with him. And we'll see. Like, it's, you don't even have to bet it. Just it'll be interesting to follow this. Like, if this if the wheels start coming off here a little bit, um, it would be similar to what happened last season in the second half. All right. More on the Commanders and Seahawks as we move forward this week. Let's go to uh, the Lions and the Chargers, Ken, in Los Angeles, and we can start the analysis now and carry it over into the final segment of this hour. The Chargers coming off like a a 21-point win yesterday against the Jets, where like yesterday in soccer, Chelsea beat Tottenham 4-1. Tottenham had two players sent off on red cards, literally played the game 11-on-9. Chelsea should have scored like a billion goals. It was 1-1 until the very end of the game, and then Chelsea scored a couple goals. So like, Chelsea won by three. It's like the worst three-goal victory in like the history of soccer. And last night, the Chargers won by 21 points, and I think it's the worst three-touchdown victory in the history of the National Football League. When the offense, 191 yards of total offense, special teams touchdown, Zach Wilson puts the ball on the ground a couple times, and the Chargers score two touchdowns off turnovers. Like, that's like a 6-6 game, basically, without the turnovers, and I understand the turnovers happened, and that's part of the game, obviously. But the Chargers did not play well yesterday. Like, that is a way-flattering scoreline to the Chargers, and they will host, coming off their bye, the Detroit Lions, who we last saw in a performance so good on Monday Night Football last week that it got like basically the, the, everyone in the Raiders organization fired. So as it stands right now, the Lions at the Chargers, like really interesting game, like the playoff picture in both both conferences, obviously. Detroit, two and a half point road favorite at L.A. The total is 48 and a half. Ken, pen, pencil, blood or blank. Early thoughts here on the Lions and the Bolts. I think my... So the, the early action and interest in this game was on the Lions, opened uh, like one, one and a half in a couple places, one and a half in a couple places, got bet up to two, two and a half. And when I was thinking about the game, my my kind of big picture question with the market was, like, is the right number in the game Lions minus two and a half or Lions minus three? I couldn't figure out which one I thought it should be because how you feel about Seattle, that's kind of how I feel about Chargers games this season. Uh, confusing team. I don't bet on or against them a lot. When I do, I don't feel very confident and what I'm doing. And I guess this would be another game that fit that description. So like things that I was thinking about two and a half, three, like 
Obviously, injury report for the Chargers is going to be pretty paramount. Lions are off a bye. You feel like they're going to end up being pretty healthy, maybe healthier than they've been in a while. Okay, is off the bye worth a little bit? It's also a short week for the Chargers. They played last night, uh, and they played in New Jersey and fly home to California on a short week and play, albeit at home, in quotes. So, okay, off a bye. Maybe maybe injury report better for Chargers, but definitely better for Detroit. And then, I mean... Did anybody watch how the Lions fans travel to Lambeau Field to watch that game against the Packers on the there's gonna they're gonna have ninety-nine point nine percent of the fans. This is like a silent count game for Herbert. I think three is the right number, and I actually may bet Detroit, but I kinda wanted to talk it out on the show to see if you felt the same way. I I I do feel the same way, and I and we'll go through the on-field handicap on the other side, which leads me to a bet on the side, and I think a bet on the total as well. Lions Chargers conversation coming up next.